Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, all of our iridescent stars. Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We have a packed show ahead with pop culture, celebrities, and astrological forecasts. My name is Kyle Thomas. I am a pop culture astrologer, and my co-host and I are super excited to have our celebrity guest with us today. Yes. Hey, guys. I am Sam Davidson, pop culture expert, entertainment news journalist, um, celebrity gossip junkie, and TV lover. And so that's why I'm so excited to have Luke Baines in the house, a.k.a. Shadowhunters Jonathan. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm so good. And you know, like, I have been a Shadowhunters fanatic mm -hmm. for a really long time. For those of you that don't know, Shadowhunters had three beautiful long seasons on Freeform, and you came in as Jonathan actually in the flesh because we've seen Jonathan jump from from body to body mm -hmm. you are the villain and or you were sadly yeah. and there was a whole save shadow hunters campaign if you guys haven't heard of this show I mean literally the people's choice awards teen choice awards mm -hmm. MTV like everything this is the craziest fandom and you know, I actually just saw an article that uh, we were the fourth most talked about show on social media for the first quarter of 2019 Oh, yeah. and So it's like Game of Thrones, uh, something else, and us, which is insane. That's so cool, though. Yeah, the fans are just so wonderful, like specifically to this fandom. They're so engaged and they're so uh, passionate. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Yeah, and the thing about this show that's so cool that people really connected to is that it represents inclusion of mm -hmm. all sorts. You know, mm -hmm. in the real world here, it means different things, but on Shadowhunters, that means whether you're a warlock, werewolf, shadowhunter, demon, mm -hmm. vampire, mm. like all these people get together and they create this beautiful squad to save the world uh, mm. that, you know, your character was trying to destroy for so long. Well, yeah, you know, yes. he was he was uh, a tortured soul. He was a troubled boy. <laughs> troubled, <laughs> troubled boy. Let's and so you also were in Wes Craven's uh, The Last Film that he was a part of. And tell me the name of that one again. Yeah, it's called The Girl in the Photographs, which is available on Netflix. Yes, and you were another serial killer. I was, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. We just think it's your beautiful, striking face. Mm, you say beautiful, striking. I say creepy, but you know, potato, potato. <laughs> And so now this has come to an end. You are actually a Gemini. I am. Which we're going to get into with your going over your chart because I feel like it falls very in line with the Shadowhunter stuff, but also you as a whole. There's so much going on here, and you're definitely at the beginning of a very exciting career, mm. I think. So I'm thrilled to talk about that. And we are, of course, going to talk about our top three stories of the week, also our WTF WTF celebrity moment. Mm. And before we get into that, though, Kyle's going to go into our weekly astrological forecast. We have an exciting week ahead. I am very, very stoked for all of these, you know, magical things that are coming for us. Astrology isn't magic. You know, sometimes I may use words like that, but it actually is. It's the patterns of our lives that we can actually map by looking at the stars and, and how they affect us. So, for instance, we have a full moon in Scorpio on May 18th. The energy of this full moon is going to be starting a couple days before and last for a couple days after. So, you know, the big culminations that will be taking place will definitely 
be a big pinnacle moment for us at this point in time. This specific full moon, as it falls in Scorpio, is aligned to the new moon in Scorpio that took place on November 7th of 2018. So if you look back into your life about what you were doing, the relationships that you were experiencing, the things that were happening in you know the, the 10 days that followed November 7th, you're actually going to see a culmination now. So, it, I mean, look I am. I'm trying to figure it out. November 7th, 2018. Okay. I mean, that was ages ago. Right. <laughs> it was so far away. Right? Well, you I know, remember what I did last week, let alone November. <laughs> well, I, and that's one of the things that I think is really cool about, you know, astrology is that you can actually map it and see how things are connected. So with this specific full moon, it is going to be in emphasizing Scorpio energy. So Scorpio is very sexual, it's very passionate, it's very deep, and you know highly emotional. And this energy is going to be experiencing uh, a culmination for all of us in our lives at this point in time. So we are going to be feeling very sexual this weekend, very you know intensely uh, desiring uh, to merge with someone, you know, romantically, you know, in business, you know, whatever that way of how we can actually you know be a part of a completion. Also, one thing I want to highlight with this full moon is that Venus, our planet of love and beauty, is going to be in the exact same place in the sky with Uranus, which is, you know, creates uh, shock transformations, you know, chaos at some points in time, but surprises as well. So all of us are likely to experience a shock surprising event in, in either, you know, love, art, beauty, or money around this weekend. So, you know, really, you know, kind of keep your your antenna up for how that's going to be affecting you um so yeah so i think you know that's definitely a big thing to to pay attention to also you know next week oh actually going back to this so for you luke specifically because of the the map in the sky it is going to fall in a culmination for you in relation to work employment or health or fitness so if you look back to the patterns and things that were happening back in no- no- November, mm. you're likely to see these things, these kind of reaching uh, a big moment, you know, where you're you're having to focus on these things. So, so f- for instance, with it being a full moon, you know, it represents a culmination, like I was saying, but also it can represent an ending. Mm. So it could have to do with you are, you know, shifting the way that you're doing, you know, a diet or fitness program mm. or you want to find someone that is going to be helping you to have a better you know fitness uh training you know mm. capability mm. also with you know work or employment you may either see an ending happening or mm. you may get an offer at this time mm. as well mm. cool. so so yeah so there's that um also for sam so for you with being a libra this is going to have to do with money and worth and self-worth at this point in time mm. so and I just have to say, this is Kyle's birthday weekend. Yes. So, um, who happy are you? birthday! Yeah. So you're a Taurus. I am a Taurus. What, uh, what date? May 18th. May 18th. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful. And so, one thing you know, actually, just kind of using that as a segue. So, you can actually chart your entire year ahead by looking at what was happening on on your birthday exactly. So, let's say your birthday starts on a new or is, falls near a new moon. Mm. You're going to have new relationships, you know, new uh, career endeavors, new, new opportunities that are happening for mm. that year, starting on that birthday for one year following it. Interesting. If your birthday falls on a full moon, it means that big things that you have been hoping for, working for, building toward, 
are all going to co- to culminate and come true in that coming year. Interesting. So you're going to be, you know, having much more power, much more, you know, significant success. Uh, you like, for instance, with me, like I have, unfortunately, not made you know big priority for romance even though i'm a big romantic like that is going to be something that i've been building towards it is going to be something that comes to me in the coming year you know also i'm going to be seeing more you know career advancements and anybody no matter what you know part of the year your birthday falls if it falls near a full moon this same kind of energy is going to affect you as well interesting so that literally 365 days later when i turn 33 because i'm turning 32 Mm. i will be actually starting a whole new whole new chapter in my life Uh, so I will have like new new plans, new relationships, things like that. So it's just interesting to kind of mm. always see how that that moves forward. Question. So yes. I'm very superstitious, mm. and uh, I'm the kind of person that builds something up a lot, and then it doesn't end up working out very well. My birthdays are one of them. Mm-hmm. I had a great birthday the past couple of years, but before that, I mean, so are you saying that if my birthday, I kind of cry all night have bad energy that that's the way my year is going to be technically we we look at the exact solar return so for me you know i'm gonna look at what was going on specifically that morning that night so i can kind of see a a snapshot of the things that are going to be coming to me so i am specifically planning certain things that i want to happen so like i'm going to make sure that i work out and go on a hike because those I want to, I want to integrate that in my year. Mm. I have a friend that wants to take me out for dinner, so that's going to be showing, you know, friendship right. and you know, good food and, and drink and things like that. I specifically don't want to feel ill or you know, hungover in the coming year. So that's why when you were like, "What are we doing for your birthday?" I don't want to go out until the day after because I want to use all of that energy of on May eighteenth for prosperity mm. and happiness and health and love and. All of the all of the things that are the most important to me, I don't want to bring in, you know, feeling drained. Mm. So that's why I won't even let that day touch that. It's interesting though, because I um, I just read this really interesting article about um, basically how when you it's like it was a, a psychological article about when you suppress what you're feeling, that it kind of can make it worse. Oh yeah. So I feel like even if you know, let's say you are crying on your birthday. Maybe it happens for a reason. You know, you're letting that out. You're closing yeah. a door. You're opening a new door for the rest of the year. The reason I say this is because I also get really superstitious. My superstitions are on New Year's Eve. Oh, me too. Me and Kyle kissed, though, so I'm good this year. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. Um, no, because they say, you know, however you spend the new however you spend New Year's Eve is how you're going to spend the rest of the year, and that freaks me out. So this year, which is actually funny because I was looking through my Instagram to figure out what I was doing on November 7th last year, uh, all of November and December, I was in like a crazy fitness. Um, like I was, I was going nuts trying to get back into shape because I had dislocated my shoulder on Shadow Hunters and had a bunch of different injuries. And so it was the first time I was like back in the gym, and I was so excited about it. So New Year's Eve, I decided to not do anything. I was going to have an early night because I was like, I'm going to spend the rest like 2019 on form. What ended up happening was at the gym on New Year's Eve, I pulled my back couldn't walk so i spent music on my couch drinking whiskey because i couldn't do anything else (laughs) so you know sometimes when you build things up they don't quite pan out how you want them to well one thing that you know just you were saying is you know looking back to the energy of november Mm. it had to deal with with health yeah and that's the energy that's going to be echoing now Mm. so 
you know, now that, you know, we can, we can see that, make sure that you, if you are working out this weekend, you don't push yourself too hard because you could pull your, you could pull something Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's highlighted for you for there. Right. You know, when it comes to me, you know, at being a Taurus, you know, Scorpio is the full moon. That's six signs away. I am going to be having a big focus on partnership, whether that be in love or business. Well, Mm. I am currently single. Mm. I, you know, am definitely open to finding a, 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 kindred spirit Mm. and that kind of energy will manifest Mm. for me if I go out and find that Mm. also you know it can mean that if I've had someone in my mind for a long time that I've been committing to in my head Mm. I can release that and let that go nice hallelujah god I know Uh, we'll we'll talk about that later but I'm really grateful for that Kyle Um, okay well is there anything else we have going on astrologically we want to chat about yeah just real quickly so the sun is going to enter Gemini which is your sign on the 21st so naturally you know we're going to be feeling you know more social more intellectual and we're going to have a lot of curiosity you know things really speed up it's we're moving into summer you know we're feeling a lot of this excitement going on so you know we're going to be having a lot of um stimulation that's taking place and you know just in general so you know allow yourself to to have fun allow yourself to reconnect to communicate focus on how you communicate to the world you know whether that be through writing or speaking and and how your message in your life is getting across to other people and if you are feeling value within that Mm, i love it amazing well next you guys we have my personal favorite segment which is of course our pop culture celebrity segment we're going to be getting into all that in a second three great stories a great wtf celeb so stay tuned Hey guys, we are back with our pop culture segment of the show, and the first story we are going to be talking about, um, man, this one really I find extremely interesting. So Constance Wu, who is one of the stars of Fresh Off the Off the Boat on ABC, but most importantly, she is um, the star of Crazy Rich Asians, and there's going to be three of them. So Mm -hmm. we had the first one, which did exceptionally well. I mean, people thought it was the best movie of the year as far as entertainment value, all of that. And I've never interviewed Constance on the red carpet, but everything I've seen and you see of her, like, wow, what a nice, cool woman she is. And very inspirational. I'm not saying she's not, but some of her actions uh, over the past week, few days, have been less than stellar. So the other day, I forget what they call it, when the networks renew and cancel their shows. It's like a slaughterhouse, though. And it's funny, last year, I don't think as many shows got canceled mm. that quickly. This year, and it was just like, this show's canceled, this show's canceled. Mm. And so Constance Wu was hoping that Fresh Off the Boat was going to be canceled, and they have already had five seasons. Mm-hmm. And it was actually renewed. Mm. And so she was getting all of these tweets, and people were saying, you know, congrats on the renewal. And instead of being gracious and maybe just staying off Twitter, if mm. she wasn't thrilled about it, she, um, and just for the sake of if we get picked up by someone, I'm not going to say the F word. She said it a lot. So I'm just going to say F or effing, but you know what I mean, especially if you go to Constance's Twitter. So she said she's so upset right now. I'm literally crying. Ugh. 
F. And then she wrote another tweet, effing hell. And then someone tweeted her, congrats, and on the renewal, great news. And she responded, no, it's not. And so for working actors, I mean, I'm sure, Luke, you can kind of, you are probably cringing and a lot of other actors. I mean, my God, success and having a show mm. is such an amazing thing that not a lot of people get to do for this long. What were your feelings yeah, on this? I mean, I did, I saw it um, unfold on Twitter. It's really hard because... You know, I I don't know what it would be like to be in that position. Um, I I have not seen the show, so I I can't even comment on that. But five seasons of anything is a lot. And I think we all know as TV viewers, after three or four seasons, the storyline starts to slip. I, again, have not seen the show, don't know what it's like. I don't know what's going through her head and, 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 you know... I, like I feel like she did release a statement, a follow up saying she that, did saying that um, she had another um, opportunity, basically that it was if Fresh Off the Boat got canceled, which I'm assuming her reps told her it was likely right, going right. to happen, that this other role was going to come up for her, mm. and it was more challenging, and it, it was likely darker, and it's something that she really wanted to sink right. her teeth into. So she kind of released two apologies. Yeah. One wasn't really an apology, and it was denying that she was talking about Fresh Off the Boat, but it was really obvious that she right. just said it was ill-timed. Um, but the other, the second apology was, I think, clearly crafted by mm. her representatives, mm. her PR people that said she loves this show, she's extremely grateful, she just was looking forward to another opportunity, and she meant no harm. I mean, for a second, I thought, is there something bad going on on Fresh Off the Boat, that right. she felt she was not being valued or if there was any kind of harassment like that's where my mm. mind went so i didn't want to judge her mm. at first but that doesn't seem to be the case kyle um looked into her chart and she's an aries so can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with her yeah absolutely you know with her being at the in aries you know she is very very fiery you know she can be impulsive um you know, but she she likes a challenge. She she wants to you know tackle new things. She has this excitement energy that, you know, she wants to, you know, conquer a new quest. You know, whether that be a relationship or you know, a, a project, career endeavor, any of that. Um, so actually, though, looking at the specific day of May tenth, two thousand and nineteen, this is when she had her rant. So I was looking at this specific day. <laughs> And so Venus, ruling art, was clashing with Pluto, which rules authority, conflicts, change, and, and like I said, authority troubles. All of that was clashing specifically in her, uh, her chart. And so all of these deep-rooted issues were coming to the surface, and so she just couldn't not let them be exposed. So there is probably some sort of difficulty that, you know, a push-pull between maybe how she wants her character to go, how she kind of wants things to go you know, in the project that, which is why she was like, I just, I'd rather it be done. Mm. I'd rather die because Pluto also rules death. Right. So, you know, that kind of energy was definitely being exposed for her. Also with uh, Saturn, where it is right now, was is clashing with where Saturn was at the exact time of her birth. So she was having this crisis moment about how she's, you know, and she, this is actually going to continue uh, until uh, the mid mid January of 2020, she's going through this transformation. In order to reach all of her ultimate life goals, she has to actually have, you know, some of them feel like she has to fight harder to get them. 
So, you know, this she's also feeling like things are being thrust upon her. She has to carry extra weight that she doesn't want to in order to get where she wants to mm. ultimately be. This energy in Clash is actually going to be highlighted most significantly on May 18th for her by looking at her chart. She's going to have a huge either moment where she's going to actually feel extremely oppressed uh, or she's going to want to try to break free completely mm. with that. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, but also looking at her, you know, she is having eclipses in her career, which is meaning that she's really trying very hard, you know, especially since the beginning of the year, to reach higher, mm. to, to make a bigger impact, to, to, to go to a much you know, more triumphant level. You know, but even though we see things like this happen, you know, I actually have no fear for her career whatsoever because starting in, in December, she's actually going to be blessed in her career for the mm. entire year. So, you know, yeah, this mishap, you know, conflicts and, and problems come up in our lives and, and ultimately to make us redirect in, into where we mm. were meant to be or to have a more fulfilling life. So, you know, I, I don't really think that this is going to be affecting her too traumatically, though. I mean, I, I am interested to see in what happens in Fresh Off the Boat because mm. it is rumored to be the final season, which especially after this uh, would not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> Um, and executives do not like the TV executives do not like it when their actors say crap like this. It, they, it really pisses them off and it sometimes causes actors to be written off of shows in horrendous ways. Yeah. And look, I just, I think, um, like I said, I don't know what, uh, like I haven't been in that position myself, so I don't really know, but, uh, I think the only thing that I can say that she probably could have if, if she got a redo would be just to keep it off twitter you know like i but it can be really really hard like i have never really come across this problem until shadow hunters because most of the time i would do a project and all i would care about was someone was getting like if someone would actually see it you know with shadow hunters there is this massive fandom and i know i've i've had some missteps on twitter in the past couple of months because i've said something in jest or I was drinking and thought it was funny at the time <laughs> and and people have taken offense to it um luckily i've i've you know been able to go back and and either correct it or apologize or whatever it is um but for you know for most people facebook twitter instagram are uh, you know instagram something that you take photos of and, and show to your friends twitter's the place that you go to rant about stuff facebook's the, the place you go and rant that's not quite you know for the public forum so i think as actors, you've got to remember that that everything that you say is going to be put under a microscope, and um, and she just obviously chose the wrong forum to vent. I think. Well, we wish her the best, and I I can't, I love those movies, Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, I haven't seen the second yeah, one yet, oh, obviously. They're, they're so good, aren't they? Yeah, the books. I read the books, and they're fantastic. Oh, yeah? Cool. yeah, so she still is going to have a very long career, and. Whatever that project was, it just wasn't in alignment with her, which, you know, is okay. She just needed an astrologer and, like Kyle to tell her yeah, that. Right. And look, honestly, I've had, I've had, you know, specifically I've been in LA for like six years now. So I've, I've had my fair share of unemployment and I've had friends who have, have been in the same boat where they've been like, oh my God, my show got picked up. I can't think of anything I want to do. Like actually having friends cry because they don't want to go back to a, a show that they're contracted to. And there is a part of you in the moment where you're like, oh, come on, it's a job. Like, suck it up, buddy. Um, but at the same time, it's also 
it can also be really, really difficult if you're if you're in a job that. And I'm not even saying she doesn't. She might love the job. It was just that she loved the other one more. Um, but it can be really, especially when you feel tied down to something. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I wish her the best. Yes, and you're right, Kyle. I think she will be fine. Mm-hmm. She's extremely sure, talented. She's so talented. Yeah, yeah. And, so talented. And, like she's a star. Like I had the first thing I saw her in was Crazy Rich Asians, and she walked on screen. And I was like, star. Yeah. So absolutely, so many of them were. Next, we are going to be talking about dun, 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 another royal baby of sorts. However, not really royal, but American royal, mm. which is Kim Kardashian and Kanye's West, fourth child. And it's so funny because you forget that they have so many kids because we've only seen her pregnant twice, I right. think. And so the last two babies have been via surrogate. And the baby boy was born on Thursday, May 9th. And it was really cute, actually. If you guys haven't seen this clip on The Ellen Show last week on that exact day, Kris Jenner was a guest and Ellen surprised her with six of her grandchildren and Courtney coming out. Mm. And uh, Kim was supposed to be there, but they actually announced live on the air that Kim was uh, Kim surrogate was having the baby and Chris it was so cute she's like what are we doing here we gotta go like we gotta go and uh, it it was really sweet really beautiful and you know there's not exactly a ton to say about it but we have not heard the name yet Mm -mm. I'm assuming it's going to be like East? No, I don't know. Um, I did see an interview where she said she was done with directions. Um, (laughs) That's good maybe another city not sure I mean what has she got she's got North She's North Saint, um, crap. What are the other two? Chicago. Uh, Yeah, North Saint Chicago, and mm, I'm blanking on the other one. I like Saint. Saint's a cool name. Very Kanye. Chicago's. I mean, love the city, but maybe not. I like Brooklyn when the Beckhams did that for their kid. Me too. That's a cute name. But it's like Chicago. I don't think anyone. I don't know if it has the 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 ring to it, but you know. Yeah, it's fine because they're they've got their parents are. you know, American royalty, I think that the child's going to be fine. Hopefully, or, you know, maybe not. Sometimes uh, the royalty uh, and yeah, celebrities. That is true. But you know what? At the end of the day, as many things that go around about this family, especially Kim and Kanye, yes, they're weird. They're a little bit odd and peculiar, but why, why wouldn't they be? Mm. They can be whoever they want to be. They are completely unique. And, yeah, so this baby was born apparently – uh, the baby looks a lot like Kim, which is super, super cute. And uh, Kim says the baby also looks a lot like Chicago. And the family is very, very happy. So we did this last week for the royal baby. Kyle kind of is going to go into who this baby is probably going to, what's it going to be like? Absolutely. So, you know, just be- before we dive into the child, you know, we've talked about Kim and Kanye before. They are very, very compatible astrologically. Kim is a Libra. Connie is a Gemini. They're both air signs. They flow very, you know, organically together. Also, with Kim being a Sagittarius rising, she is also really activating a lot of partnership energy for Kanye because of his Gemini son. Gemini and Sagittarius are opposites. Have you ever dated a Sagittarius, Luke? No. Do you no. have friends that are? I've, I've got no relation whatsoever to any. Wait, what? What? What is Sagittarius? Sagittarius starts at the end of November and it goes through until like the twenty second of December. Definitely yeah. about there. Mm. I mean, mm. 
Yeah, keep talking. I'm gonna think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's it, it could be any sort of important partnership. You know, mm. it, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to end up with someone of right. that sign or that rising sign. But there is a naturally kind of actually. A, a so wait, what date? What date? It would be like November, like probably twenty second, twenty third, okay. around there. So Kat, uh, the lead of my show, Shadowhunters, who's a good friend of mine, she's a Sagittarius. Oh. I knew there was someone who was late November. She's November twenty second, I think. Okay, so yeah, right around there for sure. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that you know is they're they're really enhanced. They're very compatible. We we love them together. Also, you know. Fast forwarding now into the the child, so they it was the tenth, correct? Ninth or ninth. wait? I thought it was the tenth. When she tweeted, it was the tenth. She tweeted the tenth. So the surrogate gave birth on. Let's see. Continue to look that up, or I'll look that up and then just continue. Well, great. So the sun in Taurus, you know, with with this child being a sun in Taurus, they're they're Taurus, so they are going to have a lot of the important qualities of this zodiac sign. So He's going. It's a him, right? Yes, it's a boy, and it's. Uh, I believe it's May 9th. Yeah. Okay, so he's going to be a lover of pleasure, sex, food, comfort. That's going to be really, really important to him because Taurus is ruled by Venus. So you know that that tangible uh, ability to feel comfort is going to be very, very important to him. Which, as a Taurus, it is to me. <laughs> so uh, also Taurus, you know, being the bull, they are extremely strong-willed. You know, they, you know, at, at, on. A negative connotation, it can be that they're very stubborn, you know, they don't change their mind. Uh, but also on a really positive, you know, affect for them is that anything that they set their mind to, they will get. Mm. So, you know, they are committed to uh, a relationship, they will make sure that they go the long haul. They are committed to getting their career to go ha- to, to happen. If they put everything in, they will, they will make mm. sure that they get it. You know, that also Taurus is a fixed sign. So that's very, very... Uh, indicative of them you know in general so also you know with him being a Taurus he's like I said loyal hardworking but he also will be very possessive uh, of who and what he loves you know so those are just kind of some general things going mm-hmm. on there his moon is in cancer so it means that this child is going to be very tender and really seek security in his relationships in his life however he's going to have a lot of mood swings you know so he's going to be very very you know hyper emotional internally he may not necessarily communicate that very uh, abruptly to people because he's he's he keeps it within his you know his shell at like like a crab. Um, however, he's going to be also you know this this connotates you know someone that you want to be a great friend with because because he's so loyal and and you know all of this you know longevity energy is is really crucial to this child as well. However, you know he is going to become a creature of habit habit and he may be insecure because of his his emotions kind of moving like the tide so there's that uh also looking into his chart his venus is in aries so this means that in his you know love language and everything he is gonna be he's gonna fall really fast very hard he's gonna dive into romantic relationships quite readily but he's also gonna be super flirty very sexual that's gonna be really really important to how he communicates his love language to people the sun is dancing with Jupiter in his chart, so that means that he's going to be very, very refined and idealistic. But he's also going to be always thinking about the big picture and, and like overly optimistic. So things may not necessarily work out for him if he's just always thinking big picture. And especially, you know, with him coming from this 
royal kind of money, you know, he's going, everything is going to be open to him. Mm. He's going to be able to have everything. So it's going to be very difficult to box him down and hold him down, especially if he, especially if it comes from his ideas. He's going to be like, I can do anything. I, I, I want all of this. Um, and because of this, he is going to suffer from a lack of focus and he's going to be easily influenced by people that he loves. So if, you know, let's say, you know, he finds a partner and he or she's like, hey, we should, you know, do this. He's going to be like, absolutely. We will absolutely do this. And, and you know, so that's kind of, you know, whoever, you know, ends up being with him, make sure that you get in very well. <laughs> um, sounds exactly like Kanye to me. Literally, sounds a lot like Kanye. Well, I, I don't have uh, Kanye's specific exact chart pulled up, but he's a Gemini. Yeah, so mm. you guys, you guys have a lot of similarities just within that. So you're calling me Kanye. Well, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Only half of you, maybe. Yeah, potentially. Right. It is funny though. I have dated a Taurus, and it was my first real girlfriend, and and uh, there's a lot of that that, that resonates. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's kind of just like an overall view of him. The, the last thing I guess I would say is that in his chart, the sun is connected to Saturn, which is Saturn is about maturity and longevity and sometimes hardship because his sun is so divinely just like attuned and in alignment. He is actually, once he comes to a place in his life where he takes this big wide vision and grounds it into very practical, you know, very rooted things, he will achieve long lasting results in his impact in the world, but he's really got to focus on the details and making it very, you know, in order to in order to change the world, you can't do it in a day, but you have to figure out how you can make those practical details come to life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'm very excited to see what this baby boy is up to. He sounds like he's going to be very interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm like having all these pictures of him in my head. Side note, last week we kind of got into my red carpet experiences and um, I do big red carpets every single week and... <laughs> It's an embarrassing story, you guys. So I'm going to share it with you. Uh, this past wait, week, my favorite kind of stories. Oh, I had a lot last week, but I'm only going to share one. Um, okay, so I was at a benefit for MS honoring Selma Blair, mm. and I was on the carpet, and you know, Chris Jenner was going to be in attendance, but you never expect to get Chris Jenner unless I work for a company based internationally. So we're not, you know, a lot of times we're next to ET and Extra and E, but. I usually don't get those same people. Chris Jenner is kind of going even to the back of the press line and like randomly doing interviews. People were like, oh my God, Chris is doing press. And when I interview people, even if they are nobodies, I give them my 110% full attention, make eye contact. So sometimes it's hard for me to see what's going on right. behind them. And so Chris Jenner walks by, my camera guy is like, oh my God, Sam, there's Chris Jenner. And then she's continuing to give interviews and her PR guy walks uh, over to me and I thought it was me. It wasn't. There was a 13-year-old girl on the red carpet giving interviews. Really happy for her. Um, super nice. She had a momager situation. Uh, she was recording her. And I don't even, quite frankly, know how they got there. And I'm like, oh, wow. All these years of hard work. And I, okay. And so she, the PR guy says to the little girl, I'm going to bring Chris right over. And I'm like, well, if Chris Jenner is giving an interview to this 13-year-old child, she sure, surely is going to give me an interview. And I said, oh, um, can I can I have one quick question? And he literally just says, no, just her, and points at the 13-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, wow, bruised to my ego mm. much. And I felt like such a 
I feel like a bitch because I'm kind of like wishing this little girl like, oh, screw her. You know what? Like, what a what a brat. And she gives her the interview and her mom is on cloud nine. And then my camera guy says, you know, stick your mic in there. Just you got to grow a pair of Sam and just stick it in so we can get the bite. So I'm sitting there and it's painful. I'm not that aggressive of a person. And mm. I'm just my hand is out. And then Chris hits my mic uh like with i think it was either her arm or her boob or something she was like oh excuse me and i was like oh, excuse me i'm congrats on the baby and uh she walked away and i literally just wanted to die and so um we did you know get her on camera mm. and she was very clearly not talking to me <laughs> so uh <laughs> congrats to this 13 year old girl came here from atlanta for the you know what maybe they had a past relationship whatever i <laughs> I, I wish her I mean, well. it's a cute it's a cute thing for the PR guy to do to be like oh you know what I'm not gonna give anyone interviews <laughs> except for the 13 year old girl um, and you know what it might have changed the course of her life I know I know let's hope let's I hope, hope that so for the better as well and I'm a really nice person usually and I felt guilty I was like what's wrong with you Sam just don't don't do that to a child like be it's happy fine. for the child I, a, a friend of a friend's uh, newborn baby booked a role on this TV show and I was jealous of a six month old. <laughs> so, you know, you've got to, you win some, you lose some. Exactly. I so love that. I literally was, I was like, Oh, it was its first audition. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Win some, we lose some. Maybe one day I'll have a sit down with Chris Jenner and we'll be friends and I'll be like, you blew me off for a 13 year old. That'll be a funny story you can By the share. Way, yeah. It will. Absolutely. Okay. So next there is some positive news. Uh, I'm a huge Demi Lovato fan. And as we all know, the past year has been extremely rough for her. She OD'd in the summer and she went to rehab and we haven't heard as much from her recently. And in December, she basically just asked everyone for her privacy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she literally almost died and we didn't know. Everyone thought it could have ruined her vocal cords. No one knows what's been going on with her, but she just announced that she is signing on with Scooter Braun, who is an amazing manager. He manages Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, really helped build their careers. And both of them, Ariana hasn't explicitly said this, Justin has. They've had some substance abuse problems. And so he's not only like a manager and a creative partner for these artists but he's also a friend and and really wants the best for them i've i've interviewed scooter braun at a charity event i think he is a really really cool fantastic guy he pushes his artists to make great music matches them with fantastic producers and i'm not sure who demi was with before but this makes me really happy because i just feel like this is exactly where she belongs so kyle's going to tell us a little bit about scooter's partnerships and like why this is a really good match for those two Absolutely. So, Scooter is a cancer. So the interesting thing about this sign, no matter if you're a man or a woman, uh, you're naturally going to have a very maternal energy to you. So, you know, he is actually going to naturally like to take care of people, and he's going to be very good at it. And so, you know, he's caring, he's comforting, he's strong and loyal. Even though cancers can have a lot of very intense emotional energy inside of themselves, they still have that, you know, that shell. So it usually is internalized, but they can still, no matter what, go to the ends of the earth to make sure that they're taking care of the people that they, that they love. And, you know, I, I just, I love cancer so much. You know, they will invest everything that they have into really making sure that everyone is safe and secure. So naturally, he's got that gift. 
And also with him being a water sign, he's, you know, kind of, he's able to intrinsically connect emotionally with almost anybody. You know, he can, he can meet them, know what they're feeling, reflect that, you know, or, or heal it or, or mirror it or psychically understand it in a way that, you know, other signs may not be as intuitive or, or gifted at. So this is a this is his key power. You know he can connect with with pretty much any anyone. Also, cancers are linked to the home, domesticity, safety, and security. So that is something he's providing to these artists. So looking at these other charts, we have Justin, who is a Pisces. That's a water sign. Then we have Ariana, who's a Cancer. She's a water sign. So naturally, when you're when you're connecting with someone of the same element as you. It just it fits it feels really you know safe it feels you know like something that you, it just it makes sense you know it's, it's very natural to them to communicate in a very you know emotional capacity then also looking at Demi so Demi is a Leo however she has a Taurus moon and the moon sign is is how we you know our how our emotions are processed how we feel internally you know, how we really, really want to, you know, seek our own security and connect with people. So that being a Taurus moon, that's Earth. Then we have Cancer, which is water. Taurus and Cancer are also divinely connected because one of the things that I always kind of look at is, you know, if you if you have Earth, which are seeds, and then you have water, you know, which is the water signs, that creates flowers. It, it, it allows things to, to build in abundance and to grow. So in her heart, in her, you know, emotional center, he can tap into that very, very easily. And it allows her to build a trust with him and be like, okay, this can go. Also, looking at eclipses, because that is one of my, my favorite ways of looking at things, uh, especially when it comes to prediction. There are, we right now we're going through uh, eclipses in Cancer and Capricorn. So for Scooter, he's having a lot of very big partnership energy that's going to be significantly growing over the next year and a half. So he may be actually ending some contracts with some people, or he's finding better, better contracts to actually dive into, which, you know, him, you know, entering into this with her now shows that there's going to be a longevity to it and that it's going to grow. However, the way that the eclipses are hitting Demi are they are hitting her house of, and this started last July, her house, uh, the, the, the 12th house is all about privacy in healing but also can be like the demons that we have our addictions so she's having going to have a lot of this exposed over the next year and a half as well and it also is hitting her house of employment and steady work she she's a pop star you know steady work for her is is an album is going on on tour mm. that that's how she makes her money and that's her day to day so since she's having eclipses happen in this area she's going to be seeing growth in that over the next year and a half too mm-hmm. so he's connected to that wow yeah so and that's crazy july july is when she od'd last and july yeah last july that's when the eclipse happened wow that's insane but things are looking up for her hopefully with scooter yeah. i think yeah i want new music i'm a big fan oh, she's amazing she's I, got I, I definitely one of the best voices in the industry so good i mean and her and ariana like he has both of them. I they know. are the, they are the t- yeah, like the two best female yeah, vocalists. The like. best female vocalists of our generation. I, I saw Ariana Grande perform at Wango Tango, and I genuinely like the mic was basically on her foot. It was so far away from her mouth, and she's just insane. 
Wow. I love that. Oh, big fan. Well, can't wait to see what they have in store for us. Next, we're going to quickly get to our Celeb WTF. And mm. that will be... What is it? Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. I was just thinking about them the other day. I think I had a dream about A Star is Born, and that's probably how this came up. I'm a, I am love that movie. I own it. I've probably seen it 10 times at this point. I'm not even oh, kidding. Oh, please. Way more than that. <laughs> We've watched it at least four times together. Usually when I'm like writing some pop culture astrology thing for a magazine. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, I've seen it a lot of times. So, But it's very fascinating because the hype has died down. Obviously, award season is over. They took home best song. My personal opinion, they deserve to take much more home. But the chemistry between these two on screen, but more specifically off screen, was insane. He has a domestic partner who um, is the mother to his child, Irina. And she's a model. She's beautiful. But she's very quiet. Never really seemed like there was a lot going on there but also people are just private like that Mm. means absolutely nothing but him and lady gaga were going the circuits i mean he showed up at her concert in vegas and they literally looked like they were about to make out um at the oscars they performed literally she like had her head on his shoulder and Mm. they looked again like they're about to cry and make out um and she and her fiance split christian carino and who was air an agent uh, he's her agent at the time and uh, everyone thought and that was right before the oscars so everyone thought oh are her and bradley gonna be together no and we all kind of expected when i say we all i think i mean myself because i'm probably one of the only people that just goes to sleep at night thinking about this um thought that it's it's my job i just i heard that like in in a delay and um yeah yeah maybe that was what my you know what i'm I'm pretty sure it's just you i'm gonna be honest yeah okay well i hope i speak for um some of you out there you know i'm like what happened to that was that real were they just really good actors were they even really compatible and i know i've asked kyle these questions before so kyle tell us a little bit about like what was going on yeah so lady gaga is an aries sun fire and she's a Gemini rising, which is air. So the the way that energy of, of Jupiter, which is Jupiter's the planet of good luck, good fortune, miracles, is affecting her is it's across the sky from her in her house of partnership. So she is actually very divinely connected to whether they be collaborators, which would be him. It also could be marriage partners. It also could be any sort of agent you know, mm-hmm. manager, any of those kinds of important things. So she's divinely blessed, actually. I looked at it specifically pretty much all of this year and into next year, where she's going to have a major focus on both her career exploding and her partnership energy. So this is really, really crucial for her, you know, just on her trajectory. Bradley Cooper is a Sagittarius rising, which is fire, and that works very, very well because it is exactly across the sky from her Gemini rising. So we can see that there's this, you know, polarity and yin and yang that's bringing and uniting them as as the same. So that's why they're so just energetically connected and and they just really flow and bounce off of each other because they just intuitively understand each other. He's a Capricorn sun, you know, which isn't necessarily as compatible per se with her other areas of her life but that Sagittarius rising shows that they can be creative together energized together and also his Sagittarius rising really likes her Aries sun because that's fire as well and so he also can just intuitively really be like yes I get her even if she doesn't totally understand him 
he he does get her. Uh, so there's that. That's really important. Also, with Jupiter being in his rising sign of Sagittarius, this is one of the luckiest years of his life, and it is laying the groundwork for him for the next 12 years. So I'm not saying they won't ever necessarily be together, but at this point in time, I don't necessarily see it. It has to be, especially with Jupiter being a retrograde. And also, you know, going back to eclipses, you know, kind of like I talk about all the time, they are happening for him in his... He's changing his identity, and he's also changing the way that he sees partnership. So he's either going to grow closer together with his committed partners, or he's going to leave them. So, you know, that is, these eclipses are going to be happening for another year and a half. Mm. You know, so that's really going to be a, a big transformation for him. So, so yeah, so, you know, also, you know, I'm seeing creativity there. I'm seeing art, fertility. And yes, there is the possibility for love with them, particularly from Bradley's point of view. Interesting. You know? and, and I think I, I kind of really do see him that he looks at her as his muse. I can really see that look by looking at that that alignment there, you know. Also, but just to finish it off with with the other people involved, it, is it Arena? Uh, uh, her name is, and she's like a very very famous model. She's stunning. Yes, Arena. Yeah. So she's a Capricorn. So it's interesting that two Capricorns would be together. I'm I'm sure it happens, you know, plenty, but I haven't personally seen it in my life. Actually, no. My there's a guy that lives in this building that does now that I think about it. And, you know, they're very stable and secure when they really want something, but they can have difficulty communicating their needs. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like there's fire, you know, with, with, with her between them. Granted, I don't have his full chart here. I don't have her full chart. There could be different ways that they're interacting. Mm-hmm. But with, with Lady Gaga, there's passion. There's, there's vibrancy. And then looking at Christian which is Lady Gaga's uh, ex-partner. He's a Pisces, and this is a very interesting combination for Lady Gaga. You know, she does have a Scorpio moon, which is water, so she probably really is attracted to his, like, free spirit and sensitivity and, and creativity. But, no, I mean, I, I guess just, you know, I, I, I've said this before, too. Every single sign can work with every single other sign. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, relationship takes time and, and communication and effort, but... There's certain certain compatibilities that just work more naturally. Mm. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So so that's why just looking at that very basic compatibility, I'm like, Lady Gaga, really? But mm-hmm. I don't have the rest of his has his chart, you know. So there's that. Well, it is over. It it is over between them. So, <laughs> you know. Bye. If it ever, I don't. I don't. I don't think anything ever happened. I choose to believe it didn't. I I think that it would have been. I I definitely think nothing would have happened between them when they were shooting because he was directing her yeah and i think in that that power dynamic and everything that was happening during me too there was just nothing you know he would have had to have respected being an authority figure and then i just think that after it i don't know i don't buy it a girl can dream and that means they're great actors that's what i have to yeah. say yeah but you want to know who also is a to great actor though, they do say this what? wait before you tell me who yeah who's a great actor because i can't wait to hear this um uh they do say like in, in i don't know if this is like an acting thing, but they always say if there's chemistry on screen, there's no chemistry off screen. Interesting. And if there is no chemistry on screen, that's how you definitely know they're hooking up. Oh, you know, well, that was, <laughs> it's I true. have heard that. It's, wow. it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. And sometimes you can see it. Like I've, I've, um, I've watched things before and been like, uh-huh, they're definitely yeah. hooking up. Well, it was that Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck movie when they got engaged oh, really quickly. Was it, G- it was Geely. G- G- yeah, and it was really bad. And everyone's like, yeah, no, they're banging. And, <laughs> and they were. 
But like I said, speaking of fantastic actors, Luke Baines. Oh, no. It's you. Nah, nah. It's you. Um, we're going to talk about you next. You are a Gemini, and you just closed a chapter of your life as far as Shadowhunters yeah. is concerned. You're going to be traveling, you know, for a couple months, doing some new exciting things. So, Kyle, let's get into what's going on with him and what is coming up for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so we know that you're a Gemini. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to looking at your rising sign, we can't exactly find that because when I was looking into it in the span of a 10-minute ten, ten gap, since mm. we don't have the exact time, it would change things mm. very significantly for you. Mm. So if you ever do find that, I would be happy to connect with you. And How do look. people find when they're born? At least birth certificate, right? Yeah. It's, it's not written on my birth certificate. And I am the youngest of four children. So my mother has a... She remembers giving birth mm. to me, but just <laughs> when it happened, everyone's very unclear. I mean, I would even just check with the hospital potentially. I love that. That's so funny. I know, isn't it? It's it, because I have friends who are like really into astrology. They wanted to, I think one tried to do a, a, a complete chart for my birthday one year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm lucky that my mum remembers what day it was, let alone, you know, <laughs> what time it was. Totally, totally. So, you know, we're just going to focus on your sun sign sure. and kind of how things are moving for you. So, Jupiter is the planet of good fortune, luck, miracles, as I was saying before. So it is across the sky from you in your seventh house of partnership. Mm-hmm. So this is going to last until December 3rd of this year. Mm-hmm. So if you have a significant, you know, romantic partner at this point in time. I do not. I am very single. Well, so <laughs> with that, with that. The being opposite put, of partnered. I am very single. Aren't we all at this table? God damn it. I feel that way too. Um, Where's the wine? <laughs> I actually do have some wine. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you're actually blessed with finding someone that has really long-term potential for you. So, you know, go out there and try to find that person mm. and really connect with, you know, that that is the kind of person that you want to be with, mm. you know, that you want to invest a long-term commitment to. Mm. Also, you know, it does rule out other things outside of just romance and marriage. So you may have an opportunity to find a better agent, uh, a better manager, uh, a better also even collaborator mm. you know you finding important you know relationships so for instance last year when this energy was affecting me chris salvatore is one of my favorite actors and i had been a big fan of his for a long time we started working together and now we've become really close collaborators so that's why i know it also it, it is that a part of that energy as mm. well cool so so yeah just, you know kind of go out there also your venus is in taurus so one thing that i can kind of see about you is that you know, even though you have Gemini energy where you're, you know, you like, you can be sometimes a little scattered, but you, you, you need, you need stimulation. You want different, you know, options and things. When you, when you are in love, you are super possessive and super romantic. Like you are, you love so hard with your Venus and Taurus. Like it's the worst. And it's just like, but you can't let go either. <laughs> you can never let go. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's actually funny because when uh, when you tell you know we were talking about the new moon coming back. Is that what we were talking about? And on uh, November seven, I looked it up and I'd just gone through a breakup and I remember because there's a photo that I took on November seventh. I remember thinking like I remember how I felt in that moment, which is I it. I fall so hard mm. so quickly and just will never let go like it's it's terrible I'm working on it though my, my Taurus is <laughs> or my my Venus is in Taurus too and I have a, a great difficulty mm. with that too because mm. I believe in so much in, in love and you know it's it, when you think of the, the the romantic comedy like Libra and Taurus are both energy that would 
always be about that. Like we can't, you know, we always want that picture perfect. But the thing about with Libra, Libra can get let go. Doris can't. Right. It kind of sucks. But it also is great if you do, if you are loved by us, because we will always make sure that you are shown love mm. and given mm-hmm. love. Yeah. So, so there's that. Some important dates that I want to talk about for you, though, uh, are there's a new moon in Gemini on June 3rd. So in the 10 days that follow that, you need to make big movements that you want to follow you for your for, for your in every area of your life for an entire year. Cool. So send out important resumes, release an important publicity campaign, whatever is going to really like shape your identity for the coming year. Mm. And it doesn't even have to be career related. It could mm. be like I want to start this diet and I want to be on this specific cleanse. I want to write a book this year. I want to take a class. I want to get a cat. You know, whatever it be, just the important things that are close to your heart are going to be really crucial at this point in time because the whole world is open to you from cool. that that week or so. However, all of those things are going to culminate around December 11th. So that you're going to be in the spotlight big time around December 11th. So watch what pops up because it's going to be directly connected to June. Mm. Also, the last thing I'll talk about for you here is Venus is the planet of magnetism, beauty, romance, passion, pleasure. It enters your sign on June 8th until July 3rd. So, you know, go on fun dates or, you know, do things that are going to really enhance your pleasure. Mm. You know, you're going to feel more creative. So if you're really looking to, you know, do any sort of creative endeavor, you can't, if, you're, if you actually can take any photos, at this point in time, you're going to be more naturally beautiful. So do that. Well, I will be in Milan for Fashion Week. So weird during that time. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then your biggest career moment of the year happens around September thirteenth. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Let's hope it's not like me getting arrested or something. Mm, <laughs> no, I don't think so. When you said you said uh, December, the world, all the world will be watching or something. I was like, oh god, what do I tweet? <laughs> 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 Trying to stop myself in advance. I love it, and you know, the just gotta give a little shout out to the Shadow Hunters fans out there who hopefully mm-hmm. will listen. You know. The duality of Jonathan was always a very complex thing, right? Mm-hmm. He was good, used to be good, and then he turned evil, and he totally. was he was back and forth. And I, I'm sure that was probably something fun for you to to work with as, as who you are, like those two dualities. Yeah, and, and perhaps that's why I, I keep playing these characters. You know, being a Gemini, I do. I, I don't think you know. I I think I, maybe it's a misconception, but when people talk about Gemini's, they talk about having two different personalities. I don't think I have two personalities but I definitely uh, I can like argue myself into something and then argue myself right back out like I can always see everything from two points of view Uh, and so I think that that was one of the tools I used in playing Jonathan was that you know I got this and and it was written as the villain you know he was he was meant to be the villain of the series and and he was by the end of it but I wanted to explore the the lighter side of him rather than the dark side because I find that to be more interesting and so maybe that comes from this absolutely I love that well before we let all of you guys go and we let you go mm-hmm. we are going to do a very fun game of bang Mary kill Taurus season once again it's Kyle's turn so so this is actually gonna be the last week of Taurus celebrities for bang Mary, Mary kill and we've been doing a lot of men lately so this week I wanted to do women Tina Fey. Oh, good one. She has the same birthday as me. I love her. Mm. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. Also love her. Or Kate Blanchett. Ooh. Oh. Those are wow. so hard. 
right? Wow. I, I felt that's why when you were saying earlier, you were like, well, you know, pick out some other some guys too, and I was like, no, this one's really. I really think this is a good one. See, I really like Michelle Pfeiffer because I. I saw her Instagram recently and she keeps posting like throwback videos to being ba- um, Catwoman. And oh my God, is she really? I need to follow her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's really hilarious. That was, that was my, she was my favorite Catwoman. So. Um, oh yeah. I think, iconic. Yes. Yeah, she's iconic. Uh, Tina Fey, I mean, life would never be boring. Um, and Kate Blanchett is probably one of my favorite actors. I would say top three favorite actresses, mm-hmm. her and Sarah Paulson. I just, I absolutely adore them. I, oh, I don't, mm, oh, this is really hard. Um, I am going to marry Tina Fey. I am going to, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to have sex with Kate Blanchett. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. It's going to be very serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're probably going to have some kind of monologue halfway through. I don't know. Because uh, that means I have to kill Michelle Pfeiffer. That's upsetting. I really like Michelle Pfeiffer. Shout out. But. Yeah. Well, mine was similar, but now I kind of feel like I'm going to change it up because Michelle Pfeiffer, I was that little kid that would run around like before I could even say big words and be like, Michelle Pfeiffer, John Travolta, like who's your favorite actor? And they would mm. expect me to say like Barney. And, you know, yeah. I was like John Travolta, Kirstie Alley. So, you know, I'm going to marry Michelle Pfeiffer because nice. I've always loved her. And I am going to, I'm going to bang Kate Blanchett because, you know, like she's very intense and mm. seems wild mm-hmm. and she's whoever you want her to be, you know? Well, that's, that's true. That's the fun of dating an actor. Yes. <laughs> as much as I love Tina Fey, which I do love Tina Fey, I think she's a little bit too like me to like feel any kind of, you know, romantic connection with, even though I love men. But if I were to love women... I hate to say I'd kill Tina because I don't want to, but this in this scenario, I guess I'd That's kill a, Tina. It's a really tough. It's one. a hard I'm one. Be with you. I think I would bang Michelle Pfeiffer just because she's the most iconic Catwoman. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, she's got that sexual, you know, fire inside of her, and she's a Taurus, so yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna be hit great. It hard, hit it hard. <laughs> so I'm gonna bang her, and I'm gonna marry Tina Fey. Although I'm, I hate the fact that we'd have to share a birthday. That would suck. Uh, but also, I feel like we'd always be laughing and having fun, and you know what I mean. It'd, it'd be kind of an adventure. And unfortunately, we're gonna kill Kate. Ooh, wow. that was a tough Sacrilege. one. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Luke. Thank this you for was having me. A blast. Can you tell everyone like where they can find you? What's going on with you? I know you're traveling to Europe, and there's gonna be some fan conventions. If anyone from yeah, there is listening, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually my first ever fan convention will be in New Zealand next month. Uh, I will be spending my birthday at a fan convention, so um, hopefully that's a fun day. Um, and then I'll be in uh, Milan for another convention, Paris for another convention. Um, but I'm actually just gonna. I think I'm taking a few weeks off and, and uh, going to travel Europe for uh, for June. Amazing. Well, where can everyone find you on Instagram, uh, Twitter? My name, Luke Baines. Yes, and follow him on Twitter in case you know. In, in case I say something uh, <laughs> completely ridiculous, which I will, and I'm sorry in advance. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Kiki Radio. And Kyle? My name is Kyle Thomas, and you can follow me at M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. We will see you next week, everyone. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.